Well, hi, and welcome to Cardio Talk, the podcast. This is episode two. I'm Dean. And I'm Fernando. And today we're going to talk to you about the playlist we use when we're tuning a car. Yes. So if you've ever caught the show, we use a certain group of songs to tune a car. And we don't include much of them because of copyright, but they're there. Yes, correct. So we have put together the songs that we like to tune. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about each one and why we like that. But before we do that... What makes a good tuning song? What makes a good tuning song? Yeah, I mean, obviously there, there's criteria that we have for why we pick the songs we've picked. Um, we don't necessarily like them. Right. But they sound really good for certain things. Voice. Or music or whatever. Yeah. But we, we've heard them so much on so many different systems and... So we kind of have an idea of how the songs are supposed to perform. Mm -hmm. And we can use that knowledge when we're setting up a car to make it sound the way we would want it to sound. Yes. Now, we have several different songs in many different genres because not everyone obviously listens to the same songs. Now, there are certain songs we'll play every time. Yes. Which is the uh, favorite song. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Steve? Yeah. Who's Steve? Steve. Um... Steve? Yeah. There's a Steve? No, it's a Steve. Steve. Really? Steve Aoki? No. Steve Aoki? Yes. <laughs> I, I like that song. Well, yeah, we do play that one. I was thinking more than Maroon 5. Okay. No, yeah, but... Which is a funny yeah. story. Real quick side trip. The other day, uh, when Paul called me over to, to uh, help a customer, um, he uh, the customer was like, you know, play some music, and he wanted to hear the new Pioneer Z series against the Alpine X-Types. X-types. So we have them next to one another on the board. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I played the Maroon 5 song, mm-hmm. Sex and Candy, yeah, uh, which is a remake of an earlier version of the song, but Maroon 5 does a much better version of it, uh, which is also one of our tune songs now. We've It's graduated to a tune song. But he goes, I said, is this song okay? And he goes, oh, yeah, I love Maroon 7. <laughs> and of course, Haley was standing right there. Okay. And just gave me the look of, laugh. what the heck did this guy just say? <laughs> okay. So... Obviously, if you're just new to tuning or, or trying to find the music that you want to tune with, I mean, you can mm-hmm. take ours, and it's a good place to start. But at the yes. end of the day, you, you want to use music that you're accustomed to. You know, like every now and then, depending on the, the customer, we'll play songs from your playlist. Yes. Because they have songs that I don't have. Right. Spanish music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. We'll call it that. Yeah. Spanish music. That's what we have. Yeah, anyway. No, especially when we're doing an epicenter. Spanish music works yes. really well. Yeah. The, well, uh, I don't have that type of music. I love You got one Spanish polka song. Yes, yes. I have to. Yeah, well, I have that's to. why. Yes. I mean, like, I have a ton of music I don't like. But, right. Yeah. You know. Now, if you're just getting, as I was saying, if you're just getting started with tuning, mm-hmm. you have to know what sounds good. So the cheapest way to do that, um, and your boy on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Uh, monster. monster yes, sound? monster sound on um Instagram. On Instagram, yes. Do you need a drink of caffeine? No, you no, want to no. take a hit of coke? I'm good. Fall I'm good. On me? No, no, no. Well, anyways, he made a great suggestion, which I I had done, and and you do, but we yeah. never really thought about it. Is get a really nice set of headphones. Um, I use Sennheisers. Yeah. Um, you have the uh, Alpine. I have the Alpines. Which were really nice. They yes. Just, uh, and then you also have some Drays. Yes. 
So using the headphones are really the cheapest way to get into finding a good sound and what you like. Um, you can go to Costco, you can go, oh, Costco, Target, you can go to Target, you can go to Best Buy, uh, even Walmart, I suppose. I don't know, I'm never going to Walmart, but yeah. all these places have headphones. They sections. have headphones, yes. And you can put on a set of headphones, mm -hmm. and they usually have music. And you can listen to the different types of headphones and listen. I mean, granted, most of the songs that are on those, if it's their songs, they're going to sound great. Some of them will let you play your own music. Yeah. And that's what you want to do. You know, you can do that on the cheap by just sitting in a Target for two or three hours listening to different music. Okay, on. I think that's too much. <laughs> well, they have a snack bar there. You can get yeah. some popcorn. Okay. You know, make an afternoon of it. All right. But that'll let you buy a nice pair of headphones. Correct, you know, yes. Everyone needs to own a really nice pair of headphones. Um, I like over-the-ear. You're cool with on-ear. Yeah. I mean, for exercise, I'm cool with the small ones. Yeah, but those sound like crap anyways. Yeah, and for play music, definitely, over the ear, it's, it's, it's better. I mean, I have the crappy Bluetooth ones that go in my ear when I run. Yeah. And, I mean, I went through like four or five pair before I found some. They're, I use the Jaybird 2s um, that are okay. Mm -hmm. they're, they're not great, but they're okay. They do the job. They have a little bit of bass response. There you go. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, not that you can hear it with the drumming of my heart in my ear as I'm <laughs> running, but, you know, still, it feels good. Yes. So, anyways, having a really nice set of headphones will allow you to demo the tracks and kind of get an idea of what they're supposed to sound like before you play it in a car. Now, if you're fortunate enough to just have an awesome system at your house, then you can sidestep all that and just do that. Now, there again, when to take a tangent here, many, many, many years ago when I first got into this, uh, I decided that I needed to have a home stereo. Okay. This is back in the VCR days. I had to have a hi-fi VCR. Um, you know, I wanted some really nice home speakers. I wanted amplifiers. I wanted all that stuff. So I didn't have a kid, and I wasn't married. So lucky you, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I had disposable income because I was still in college. Okay. And I was working two jobs, so the one at the car stereo shop really didn't matter. That was just my funny money to buy more car stereo crap. So I took six months, and we put together a home stereo. Uh, for listening. So I bought some Morels, I bought a bunch of Onkyo M504 amplifiers, made two 12-inch bandpass enclosures using some Orion Cobalt subs, so wow. and got some Adcom amplifiers also so that, you know, I had a full, full amplified front stage, rear stage, subwoofer, everything was amplified. Wasn't using the receiver for anything. So that gave me the you know, I, I, now I can sit in my house and every night I listen to my home stereo and I still have it. I've re replaced pieces as need be. Right, you know, correct. Because I was using Dolby Digital, so I swapped out for, you know, the Dolby, the new Dolby crap. Yeah, you have to upgrade it, of course. Have to upgrade it every now and then. Yes. But, which brings us to another funny story on another tangent is that Haley and I were at the Bose store at International Mall. Yes. Over at the, by the Apple store. Yeah. And uh, the guy was like, bro, bro. Bro, you got to come inside. You got to listen to this, man. And we're just sitting there going, you know, she was looking at the little Bluetooth speaker. Okay. And he's like, come on, man, come and listen. And I think they were playing uh, Batman vs. Superman or whatever the heck that was. All right. That movie, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we go in there and we listen to it and I'm just standing there. And we, you know, the guy's like, what did you think? I was like, oh, that was amazing, man. Way to go. Fist, 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 fist bump. Fist bump. You know, yeah. and Haley's just quiet. 
when we get outside, we go down the escalator to meet Sue, and uh, Haley looks at me, and this was one of the proudest moments of my life as, as a dad. She looks at me, and she goes, Dad, was that supposed to sound good? <laughs> and I go, I don't know. What, what do you think? She goes, honestly, I thought it sounded terrible. And I was like, well, honey, that's what you get for growing up every day listening to Morels <laughs> in the living room watching just basic TV. So, yes. yeah, you're a bit jaded. So Okay, so, but... A lot of people think the boss system they 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 sound amazing. Yeah. And and I'm guessing they have few speakers, you know, that they sound okay. So Well, I I think if you get into the bigger Bose boxes, like the multi-driver ones, not the little cute three by three squares. Right. You know, those those, yeah. those don't do it. Yeah. Those re there's those rely off reflection mm -hmm. to make the sound big. You know, they're not going to take the place of an 8-inch, a 6.5 mid-range, a, mid a big-ass tweeter. They're, they're not going to do that. You need real stuff. Right. Okay, so back to the regular... Back to the point of it? Yes. Okay. Um, headphones, you get the Sennheisers. Yes. And... Um, Pink Floyd Limited Edition. Yes. Oh, yeah, baby. They're like a purple-green uh, yeah, 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 blue. Yeah, yes, they're really is. nice. Dark Side uh, of the Moon. Anyways... So you put you put music, you play music. Yes. What are you looking for in that? Well, okay, so it, there again, it depends on the different we have different tracks that do different things. So right right off the bat, as soon as we turn a car on, after we do our famed polarity check um, that we do in every car, because even if you're doing you have to polarity check people yes. and, and we I can't say that enough. Polarity check everything, download an app to your phone. But we play the first, let me get to my music here, playlist, Dean. The first song we play in every car is Maroon 5, Sugar. Sugar, yes, it's, it's, it's the number one. It's the number one song we play in every car. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we play Sugar is we've played it in almost every car that's been in the install bay. We know exactly when it's supposed to sound a certain way, what music, what instrument, what everything is going on. And what makes that song nice is that he's got he's got a great vocal. Yes. Um, whether you care for Moon 5 or not, he's got a great vocal. The There's actual instruments being played, which is yeah. hard to find yes. anymore because most right music now. is just fake. Is, there's, there's no instruments. Yes. Which drives me nuts. Um, so those two things, I mean, granted, there is some... Oh, yep. That's yeah, another song. that's the, that's another song. Yeah, Maroon Fong, Maroon Five. Anyways, that that song when it when it starts up. Yeah, just just hearing that. You know, we we know what's coming next. We know what the tweeters are supposed to do. There's that 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 yes. makes and we can hear that in the tweeters. And, and when it's something wrong, you can oh, you you definitely know. It's like, "Oh, wait, 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 like, wait, 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 no. wait, pause. What's going yes, on with that tweeter?" Exactly. What's going on? It, with this that? doesn't sound good. Yeah. So. And that's what we listen that much. Uh, I mean, over and over oh, in yeah. every car this song because we know how it's supposed to sound. And that's another point. When you're actually EQing something, Start out using the same song, meaning don't don't keep switching song to song. Get an EQ curve that you like on that song, then switch to another song. Because if you're jumping around a lot just on the initial EQ curve, you, you might miss something. 
that's why we play that song, and we'll play that song. There's sometimes we'll play that four and five times. Yes, and it, it it's mind numbing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're looking for specific things. We're looking for that nice sharp um, precision tweeter there at the beginning. That that nice. T- sound that it has yeah kind of crispy yeah. um his voice is is good so it's a good start when we're doing time correction yes um we can kind of it's, it's not perfect uh which brings us to the next song when we're doing time correction we move on to another artist altogether which is your boy who is that bubbly butt what's his name uh michael buble oh, i like michael buble for me he's uh he sounds really good so the michael buble song is feeling good yes so that song starts out, and honestly, I don't think I've ever gotten past the first five or six seconds where he's talking. Really? I don't think I've ever listened to the song other than that. I mean, I just, yeah, I mean, you've seen me when I'm in there. Yeah, I yeah. Keep restarting the song, restarting the song. I feeling good as soon as I listen to the song. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, because he's got a, it's a great center image track yeah. uh, that yeah. we use. I yes. mean, I can, we can make it center and we can make it above the steering column. It's up to you. Uh, we generally talk to the person if we need to beforehand. A lot of the times we're, you know, but he has a great voice. And then when the song, the beat drops, yeah, it's great mid-bass tester. Uh, and that's what I like. I like to hear that mid-bass come in. Because mm-hmm. most of the time when we're doing time correction, we have the subwoofer off. Yes, yes. And the that's typically what we start. Yeah, yeah, the subwoofer typically doesn't come in until much, much later in, in the tune. Like because, a third or fourth song. Yeah, Yeah, because we're not interested in hearing the subwoofer. We want to make sure that our mid-range and our tweeters are performing the way they're supposed to. We have our crossover points correct and that we're playing it at volumes. When it gets time to come to the subwoofer, though... We will play, like you said, the Steve Aoki song, which is scrolling. Uh, it's um, what's the name? Delirious. Um, delirious. Yeah. Uh, delirious, and then we'll switch up to Rage the Night Away. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll switch between those two songs. Now, the cool thing about Delirious is it has some just some really weird sound effects that it does and when it does those it's like we're waiting yeah yeah and if the if it can if the speakers can do that then we know we've done our job because and if it's not there then we're like uh we back the track up we've tweaked the the eq a little bit and see and if we, we try can again them. yeah and there again we also know that not every speaker can play every sound we want it to. Because yes. if that was the case, then we'd just pick one speaker brand, we'd put them in all the time, and that would be that. But mm-hmm. Rockford sound differently than the Focal, yeah. than the Alpine, as well as the Kenwoods. So, yes. yeah. yeah. So we, we try to move that along. And, and that's what we play, you know, yeah. uh, back and forth with the EQ and songs and back and forth. So, yeah. Now, another song that we like to play is uh, Bachman-Turner Overdrive, Taking Care of Business. This is just going to be a classic 70s old-school rock song. Mm-hmm. It has nice vocal in it. It's got some instruments that sound good. Yep. Um, I also like to play Swing by Savage. That's a that's a, uh, it's a hip-hop song, you can call it. Maybe rap, depending on how you want to categorize yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, but it has a really nice bass drop. And it's nice and boomy. It's the kind of boom I like in a song mm-hmm. so that I can test out the subwoofer. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, here you go. Lights. Yep. 
By, right. Uh, uh, yeah. How, how do you say it? Ella Golding? G O U L D I N G. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Lights is a really nice song. She has a great voice that just carries really well, especially after we dialed in the center image. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's fun. Yes. And yes. you get all you get all excited. I I like I like lights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take me out more of when it's on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another good song for testing the subwoofer is by is uh, Pop Bottles by Sky Blue and Mark Rosa. Yep. That that one's good. Um, Let's see, we're moving down here through the list. Uh, Bright Lights, Big City is not a good song by CeeLo Green. It doesn't sound all that great. Mm. Uh, Cinema is a good song. Yeah. Skrilla, Skrilla Remix. I like that one. Um, here we go. Sometimes we'll go old school, play some Domino by Kiss. Yep. I like that song. That one's a good one. Uh, let's see. Just go through here. Yep. Now, we'll switch it up every now and then. Most of the songs on this, like every now and then, I'll play Fame by David Bowie. Dire Straits, So Far Away From You. So Far Away is actually by Dire Straits. is a really nice song. Yeah. Um, everyone likes Money For Nothing and Chicks For Free, but I feel <laughs> that the So Far Away is, is way better for tuning. Yes. Uh, it has a nice sound. Um... Oh, Comfortably Numb, the Van Morris, Roger Waters live version. What about Rock? Rock. Well, that's what Comfortably Numb. That's, mm. the, that's my Pink Floyd tribute. Um, no. Um, the... Journey song? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, Van Halen? Oh, Van Halen. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's the David Lee Ross song that I play that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, hold on. Uh, where's it at? Uh, Yankee, uh, going going crazy by David Lee Roth is a really nice one. For those of you that are that are Van Halen fans, he did a solo album, and David Lee Roth. I mean, I love Sammy Hagar and I love David Lee Roth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Van Hagar um, and uh, Van Halen. I love them both equally. Um, but David Lee Roth had that solo album that just tanked big time. But going crazy was one of the one of the better songs there's two songs on yankee rose and going crazy and i've been listening to that song on every system i've ever owned so it has a really good instrument in it it has really good vocal in it and it just sounds good yeah now the other thing to consider too is your source so like find the source that the customer is going to play or you're going to play all the time so if you're going to be using your smartphone to play your music Make sure you use your music from your smartphone. If you're going to be losing, if you're going to be using SiriusXM all the time, just plan on it never sounding good because SiriusXM is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to be playing from a thumb drive, you know, f- figure out the best bit rate for the thumb drive yep. and mm-hmm. tune it with that. But don't tune it with a CD and then hand it over and play. Use or, smartphone or, or use FLAC file and then use a smartphone. Yeah. Um, you're never, you know, it's just, it's not going to be, it's not going to work out. To me, the worst you can actually do is go to YouTube and and, oh, and, yeah. and try to tune it because I, I see people that they, they go and, you know, launch YouTube and start playing music from YouTube. I'm like, like, I don't know. It doesn't sound good. Well, I had, I had a guy come in last, this was Monday. First thing Monday, right when I walked in, the guy's like, could you come out and listen to my Jeep Grand Cherokee 
2017 Laredo. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful truck. I mean, I'm not. I mean, it was leather everything. Had the upgraded stereo in it. And he's like, "Could you just listen to this and tell me what you think?" I said, "Yeah, sure." So we hopped in, and he's like, "So here's the problem I have." He goes, "Let me play this song on Apple Music." And he played it. And he's like, "And I'm like, okay, sounds sounds pretty good." He goes, okay, let's go over to Sirius XM and let me play this. And I was like, all right. I know what we're going for. And, and he's like, this sounds terrible. What can we do to fix it? And I was like, um, tell your wife to play your Apple music. I mean, there's, there's no problem with the stereo. It's a problem with the source. The source sucks. So, you know, I could, we could put a stereo in it and we could tune it for the Sirius XM and it's going to be really expensive and it's still never going to sound amazing. It's just going to sound better, a little bit better than what it does now. And sure, everything else will sound great, but mm-hmm. Sirius XM is just always going to sound crappy. Yes. And there's really nothing I can do about that. So, you know, at the end of the day, we gave him a quote for a system. And, you know, he's like, all right, let me talk to my wife and find out what she wants to do. You know, whatever. Have a nice day. But it was like I, I wanted to make it abundantly clear to him that it's like, look, we can only fix so much, and your source is terrible. We can't fix a terrible source. So, you know, tune the system to what you're listening to, for sure. Yes. If, if Sirius XM is what you're going to be listening to, rock on. Yeah. Now, so those are some of the songs that we use when we're, we're testing out a car. Um, we've done a, actually a show on it where we've made a list and all that fun stuff. Um, but, yeah, let us know, you know. Let us know in one of the shows which yeah. ones you like. And if this is your first time checking out Car Audio Talk, we have two live shows that we do every week. Monday night, we do the Facebook Live show at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time at 5, cars, at, at five <laughs> Star Car Stereo yeah. on Facebook. Yep. We also, Saturday nights at about the same time, we do a YouTube Live show, and that can yep. also be found on our YouTube channel, which is 5 Star Car Stereo. Stereo. Yep. And if you've never seen any of our YouTube videos, definitely go ahead and check them out at 5 Star Car Stereo. We do tons of videos yep. on just about everything car audio related, from installation, unboxing and reviews, tech tips, tool reviews. We got it all there. They're so, a little bit interesting. It's a little bit interesting. Yes. You know, there's... there's <laughs> 700 videos up there that yeah. you might find one or two that you could, you know, check out. Very informative. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, let's answer some questions. All right. Let's see. Let me see. You got I some have more? something over here. Um, <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, with the Pack Pro, yes. the Amp Pro, AP4, TY12, that's the new a, one. That's the new Toyota one. Yeah. Do you still need the speed wire to run from the aftermarket uh, amplifier to the speakers uh where do you tab to to feed them all right so that is a wonderful question and that is really he's asking so for those of you that aren't familiar with an amp pro let's mm-hmm. start there the amp pro is there's and the Amp Pro is a new product by Pack, and what it allows you to do is if you have a amplified factory system. Yes. So in this case, it's a Toyota, so it's going to have a JBL system. Mm-hmm. If you have a Ford with a Sony system, if you have a Chrysler Jeep Dodge with any one of their amplified Neat. systems, yes. what this allows you to do is plug into the data bus audio of the car and get a full 20 to 20,000 5-volt output. Yes. 
balance, fader, subwoofer volume control, all your chimes, all your backup sensors, all your beeps, buzzers, whistles, everything is... Full integration. Full integration. It takes your factory radio and gives you a preamp section just like an aftermarket radio. Yeah. So they're pretty awesome. iDatalink also makes the Maestro, which mm -hmm. is very similar to it. But the problem that the Amp Pro has is that it plugs in at the factory amplifier. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it plugs in behind the radio. Behind the radio, yes. And what it, they don't have out yet are the plugs to unplug the amplifier or T-harness in to get the speaker wires. And that's, and that's, that's the other question. So do I tap behind the radio after the JBL amp? So... What you have to do is whether you're using a Toyota, Ford, whatever, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. If you're using an Amp Pro, you either A, have to go to the amplifier and grab your speaker wires there, or B, just run new speaker wires. Yes. So typically when we're doing an Amp Pro, we're going to run new speaker wires. Now, a lot of the newer cars, it's impossible to run speaker wires into the door without doing a lot of really nasty work. So typically what we'll do is we'll grab the speaker wires in the kick panels, solder in R16 gauge there, and you're good to go. If you don't want to do that, you just go to that amplifier and you can get the speaker wires there. Now, we said iData makes a harness alt as well too, the Maestro. Yes. Now the Toyota piece isn't out yet. Uh, they just announced it, so it should be out in the next couple, in a week or so, yeah. I think. Yeah. But what makes iData different from PAC is PAC goes behind the radio. iData, you pull out the factory amplifier. So the plugs they give you actually have the speaker wires on them. So you get a, a little bit easier install from that perspective is that you pull the factory amplifier out, you put this in, and you're good to go. Yeah. Where the problem lies is an Amp Pro is a universal piece, meaning it just has RC outputs. Correct. The iData piece is amp-specific, meaning you have to have either the Kenwood 6-channel, the um, Audison Prima. Yep. So a specific product. Yeah, a specific product. Now, if you don't want to use... And, and their product is called the uh, DR... The, what is it? DR? AR? AR. AR, AR. Mm -hmm. Now, to solve this, to, to be able to compete against the Amp Pro, they make... Uh, they teamed up with Rockford to make the DSR-1. Mm -hmm. The DSR-1 is a scaled-down Rockford 360 built into a DSR-1. So I'm um, built into an AR. An AR. An so AR. you have a yeah. Jeez, yeah, all these acronyms. So you have a DSR-1 mm -hmm. is a crossover EQ time correction. All, all in this, one. All in one magic <laughs> box. Yes, correct. With preamp output. Mm -hmm. So you buy the T-Harness from iData, yep. and you plug this box in, and then you can hook it up to any amplifier. So Different choices. Different choices. The Amp Pros and the Maestros are, are really cool. Um, we have videos up on a lot of it, so yeah. just check it out. You can check. That'll help. Yeah. All right. All right. Another question. Um, when you're replacing the radio, you know, you got your harness, you got your antenna adapter... Uh, you do the wiring and then plug it into the car and it doesn't work. Okay. So this customer, well, this viewer, viewer. uh, they send me, um, 
the question is like everything works fine except i don't have power so i noticed the on the other side of the harness the car side harness uh it, it doesn't have the red wire So, okay. and then you try to troubleshoot it, but it's like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't have fuses blown, so what can, what can it be? Does he say what kind of car it is? It's a Mustang GT 2000s. with the 2007 with the 2330 NEX. So, so, he has the one car that is questionable. Yes. So... Ford between 2005 and like this 2007, even I, I honestly I think it's 2005 and up would have needed the RP4 FRD mm -hmm. um, harness. Yes, because all right. So a lot of the times in the newer cars they don't use the standard three wire hookup, meaning they don't have a yellow, red, black constant accessory ground. Mm -hmm. They have constant, they have ground, and then they have data wires. Yes. In this particular Ford, he just went out and bought the standard Ford harness, wired it all up, plugged it in. He didn't bother to take the harness, plug it in before he wired it up to make sure that there was wires on the other side. Anytime you're getting ready to put a radio in and you buy just a regular harness, you want to do that. You want to make sure that there's wires. If you have a red wire, make sure there's a wire on the other side of the red wire. Mm -hmm. If you have a blue wire, a blue-white wire speaker wires yes. you always want to just grab that harness plug it into the car and make sure that there's wires on the other side because mm -hmm. depending on the car you're doing they might not be there not all cars have illumination not all cars has have power antennas and now not all cars have accessories yes so he needed a smart harness and he just didn't know that he needed one so he bought a ten dollar harness yeah. and really he needed a hundred and ten dollar harness so in general uh If you if you pull the radio and you want to install the aftermarket radio, you recommend to check the harness before you start wiring it, right? Yes. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. The other thing too is you know, <sighs> talking with with Pack, you know, pack-audio.com is their website, and it is it's a great tool that a lot of people just they don't know exists, and it's the same yeah. with metroonline.com. There again, that's a great tool that a lot of people don't even know exists. If yeah. you go to metroonline.com, like if you're taking your dash apart in your car to pull the radio out, and you've never done it before, and you don't have a dash kit, you're just doing, let's say, high level, low level. Yeah. If you go to metroonline.com, put your car's make, model, year in, they're yeah. going to show you a dash kit. If you click on the instructions, they're going to give you the whole instruction book for taking your dash apart. Yes, Pictures, how to. the whole nine yards. And yeah. I've gotten on pack, I'm like, how come you guys don't have this link on yours? Because all they do, they, they don't put their kit's instructions online, which is no. a shame. But yeah. both those websites have a ton of information, like what kit you need, what wiring harness you need. Yes. And if it's something like an 07 where there's a possibility that it doesn't have a smart harness, mm -hmm. they'll list both. Yes. That way you can kind of be prepared that it's like, okay, well, this is $10. It might need this one. This one's $110. It might need that one. Let me get the cheap one first, and I'll see if it works. If it doesn't, then I know I need to get the more expensive one. Yeah. So yeah. I like to do two trips. That's fine. I don't like to do two trips. <laughs> so you know? I have to buy both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, another question. Okay. Uh, car audio question. Is there any other kind? Yes. Right. Um, okay. So I just bought a new Justin Timberlake CD. Shocking, huh? Yes. I, I, I still buy CDs, he said. 
I have a 4200 NEX, and it doesn't show the tracks, the name, and the album info. Okay. So it's not burned. It's not not burned CD. So I thought the info will be available. And normally, I mean. Well, the problem that you run into is that all the info on CDs is stored under Grace Notes, and it's also burned on the tracks on the CDs. It's in the data. But if the manufacturer, like Pioneer, is great for not paying to have the readers for the CDs built into their players. Yeah. So it just says track one, track two. And it's funny because if you have an older one... But it's it's weird because every time I see a CD player playing, they show me the info. Who's playing? Yeah. Who's the singer? Yeah. What's the album? Right. Yeah. So for me, that was like, really? It's weird. It's weird that it doesn't show no. the info of it's, the CD. It's, it's not weird because it comes down to price. Okay, if you grab a factory radio that that you put the disc in and it reads all that information, mm-hmm. well, that factory radio was five to a thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're going to buy your touchscreen Whoozy Whatsy brand. Yeah, okay, for eight hundred. Well, not even eight hundred. You buy it for three hundred fifty dollars. Okay? okay, there has to be five hundred dollars of something there. I mean, granted, yes, I'll take in consideration healthcare markups. And all the other goofy stuff that goes into building a, a car. Yeah. But th- that also gives you the ability to buy better software sometimes. Okay. And as, like, look at Pioneer, and it's like, okay, what's important is who uses CDs? Do we still need to pay to have that CD reading software in our radios if only 3% of the people buying our radios use it? Okay, why you don't just don't take it out? They did take it out. Like, like, that's it. No more CDs, you know, so people don't get confused. I don't know. I mean, we, we sell CD players and people will go, and when we ask them, do you want the Mechalist one? Yeah. Or do you want the CD player? Yeah. And it's like, it's $20 difference. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I might play a CD. And I'm like, and I always ask, have you ever played a, when's the last time you played a CD in the last three years? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I haven't. Yeah. Well, okay. Save the 20 bucks. <laughs> for know? me, for me, like, Everybody knows my favorite radio that was a 4200 NEX. Yeah. The only reason I like the 4200, it's for playing movies, you know? As HDMI. I have a kid, and I can put a CD or DVD yeah. and play a movie. So that's it. That, that was the only reason. I, I play CDs in my car? No. Well, and it sounds good, too. I mean, that wasn't yeah. the only reason. That was a convenience. But, I mean, you yeah. can get into a, a DVD CD player for yeah. $200. Yes. I mean, a 201 EX will play CDs and DVDs mm-hmm. all day long. You wanted the 4201 because it sounds amazing. Yes. And it's a, a you know badass radio. I like the touchable face also. Oh, well, yeah, there's <laughs> that. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, I, it's a feature that is just going to get worse. I okay. mean, more and more radios are going to be coming that you're going to buy a brand new CD, put it in, and it's just going to say track one. And, it, you know, that's just because they're trying to save money. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, I asked uh, the other day, I said, hey, why did you guys take the HDMI out of the Kenwoods? And they're like, because people weren't using it, and it costs us a lot of money to put it in there. And I still, I don't understand And that. I don't understand that either. I'm like, what do you mean? I mean, yeah. we get people that are asking for it all the time. Yeah. Who are you polling? Yes, exactly. Who people you're talking? So, but now the question is, all right, so if we take HDMI out, okay. that allowed them to put more money into the dual core processor that they use. Or the okay. screen. 
Well, no, that's a whole nother. <laughs> but it allowed them to put more because the price really didn't change. But it, mm-hmm. by taking out that that money for the HDMI, it allowed them to put that money into a, making the radio better. Okay. So if you can take out a part, you know, Kenwood's philosophy is if we could take this part out and make another part better and sell it for the same price, that's worth doing. The other company, Chasing Zero, is if we take this out, we can lower the price of the radio $10. Right. Right or wrong, that's what happened. Yeah. So it's two different philosophies, but that's why these features go by the wayside. You know, doesn't make sense to me either. I mean, but, you know, at the end of the day, we all want these things to do all kinds of amazing things. Yeah. And we all want it to be $200. No, definitely. But uh, I, was, I was shocked. I was shocked, too. I was like, really? It doesn't show the info. Well, apparently the CDs, <laughs> CDs going away. CD is going away. Yep. All right. So, question. Now, this is a question we get a lot. Um, it has to do with European radios. In Europe, they sell the ILX 702 E46 for the BMW E46 models. Now, so that's going to be a restyle radio for the BMWs. Yes. The question is do they sell those radios in the US? And do they sell them, like, instead of having DAB tuners, do they have Sirius XM tuners? And the answer to that, is, and of course they put the right FM tuners in because our FM tuners are different, it's different than correct. FM tuners. Yes. Um, and the answer to that is no. No. Uh, Pine, Alpine, Pioneer, and Kenwood all make model radios that are specific to their regions. So like Kenwood has a awesome Volkswagen radio mm-hmm. that I would love to sell here that we'll never get. And it's terrible because it's like apparently we don't sell Volkswagens in the United States. They also have that amazing Toyota Perfect Fit radio yes. that looks yes. gorgeous. It yes. looks like a, a longer app radio. It's it's just great. And it's like, we sell Toyotas here too. I mean, can, can you please send me you, one? <laughs> but they won't sell them here in the U.S. Right. And the same is true for some of the Restyle Alpine products. They mm-hmm. don't sell those overseas. And it's a nightmare. And it's not only the radios. We oh, talk no, about speakers. everything. Speakers, amplifiers. I mean, subwoofers, well, prime, everything. Prime example, the new Kenwood um, speakers that just came out. Yeah. The uh, high-res audio yeah. ones. Those have been available for two years in Japan. Yeah. yeah. They just finally made it to the United States. Mm-hmm. Two years. Yeah. Really? Well, what did they say? Um, the 309. The Halo. Yeah. They're supposed to be already yeah. in, in, in yeah. overseas, you know? Yeah. Uh, so... W- yeah, it, it's yes. Yeah, so things like that are regional, and we don't always get the same products you get, and you don't always get this like NEX. NEX is purely just US. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, all right. And let's see, I got this one here. It says, uh, okay, <laughs> when we first started the YouTube channel, one of the videos that we made was on the micro bypass. Okay, okay. Yes. Matt at Micro Bypass uh, is a friend of ours. Yeah. And if you ever have tech support questions, he you can email him and he will take care of you. Uh, he's a former installer. He's done this for a very long time. Him and Paul go back a long way. So he's a great guy. So mm-hmm. he said, hey, you know, can you guys do a couple videos using micro bypasses? Now, the micro bypass is a device for Pioneer and Alpine, and what it allows you to do is it takes place of the emergency brake. Correct. Both of those manufacturers require you to reset the emergency brake wire every time you get into the car. Mm-hmm. So you start the car up, emergency brake is off, you turn it on, you turn it off, you turn it on again, and then it unlocks the radio. 
Now, that's becoming less and less important on like a mechless radio or like a CarPlay radio, but it still gets you into menu systems, which yes. is the main reason why we like that is not necessarily, because a lot of people don't watch movies and drive. No. I mean, that's just, I think no. people figured out how stupid that is. Yeah. Um, but it, and that, it, that's dangerous, people. Oh, it's don't stupid do that. dangerous, yeah. so don't do it. But what the micro bypass does is it unlocks the menu structure, mm -hmm. okay? And it unlocks it for setting the Bluetooth, which was one of our number one questions. Hey, when I go to do this, I can't get into my Bluetooth menu. And it's, well, do you have the emergency brake bypass? No, I didn't even hook up the light green wire. Yes. It's like, well, you got to hook it up because you have to engage it. So this question on his 4200 was basically to that regards of, you know, I did this, I'm doing that, I want to do this. But every time I go to do it, it says my, it says, you know, it says uh, when the tech safety mirror my phone unless the brake is engaged. How do I bypass this feature? Um, it comes up with the black screen that says you can't do this. Correct. So the answer is you need a micro bypass yes. or you need to put a toggle switch on the brake wire. Yeah. But the brake wire has to be engaged. So you have to hook up uh, the green, the light green wire on your radio. And, and it's not only for DVDs because people come over here and it's like, I don't watch DVDs, so I don't have to hook it up. No, it's not only for CD, I oh, mean, for DVDs. Restore settings. Yes. Can't do restore settings unless exactly. that's... Exactly. And like I said, you pairing know? the Bluetooth. You can't, yeah. you know, when you first power up the radio, you can do the Bluetooth pair that one time. That's it. Yeah. And then after that, when you get that new phone, you, you have to... You, you have, have to, to flick the switch. Magic, yes. Yeah. No. So, so just get the bypass or engage the, emerg the emergency brake. Or just brake. hook it up to the emergency yeah. brake. I mean, there again, you know, you only need it to get into these menu systems. Correct. If you're trying to do something like, you know, mirror your phone for Waze or something like that, then, yeah. Just make your life get easy. Get the micro bypass. Make your life easy. Yes. Now, next question is, where do you guys get your ABS plastic for your amp rigs at? Hmm. So there's another one. That's a question we get a lot of also the, all the time too. Yes. What plastics do we use? Where did you get it? What size yes. is it? So we basically use two types of plastic. We use ABS plastic, yep. which is hard as a rock, very heat. We can put it underneath the hoods. Anytime we build a Fernando fancy fuse holder, we use a quarter inch ABS yep. uh, because we never have to worry about it bending, warping, none of that. Uh, if we need a really rigid amp rack and we don't have a lot of room, we'll use quarter-inch ABS. Mm -hmm. uh, we use 16th ABS a lot of the times for tweeter mounts yep. so that it's thin and rigid. And then we also use a product called Sintra, which is a blown PVC. And there's many different versions of that. Mm -hmm. uh, they come in multi-different colors. And we carry that and also eighth, quarter, and half inch. Yes. The half inch is really nice because you can use that to do all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, it's great for making door baffles because you can stack them and you can get like an inch, inch and a half. Yes. Uh, the quarter inch is also really nice for door baffles as well. It's easy to router. It doesn't scare you every time you, every time it bites on the router and make you go, oh, shit, yes. lose a finger because I've done that. Um, where do we get it? We get it from a place locally here called Farco. Yes, Farco Plastic Supply. Now... Everyone is going to have a plastic supply somewhere in the state or area you live. However, the secret is is the Sentra. Believe it or not, most sign shops use Sentra to make signs. Mm -hmm. um, 
there's a couple different versions of the Sentra. There's a version of the Sentra where there's actually a piece of Sentra in the middle and two pieces of aluminum on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. That is, we get that stuff for free. We're next to a, a, a Fast Signs. Fast Signs. And they throw away tons of that stuff. We have the hook up. And we go and grab it every time. They walk by, hey guys, we've got a stack of the stuff you want. Yeah. It's like 12 by 12 pieces. We're like, yes. Yes. Because it comes in eighth and it comes in quarter. Uh, it's a little bit harder to route because you have the aluminum, but as long as you have a face shield on, you're golden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also use just regular old Sentra plastic quarter inch for signs. So yes. if you need some quarter inch Sentra, hit up a sign shop. Mm-hmm. They usually have some scrap. If you need a bigger piece, they'll probably sell you some. Um, but they have everything. And they usually have it in white, which you just hit with some vinyl dye and you're good to go. Yeah. Sometimes they have it in colors, which is nice. Every now and then we'll get like some red or some yeah. yellow, depending on the job we're doing. Mm-hmm. Also, we have it on. We have links to all the stuff we use on Amazon because if you just need a small piece, like Amazon sells like two foot by three foot or one foot by three foot, they have a bunch of the stuff. So in the Dean and Fernando's Tool that's D and F Tool we have lists of links to plastic that you can pick up for your install that are typically big enough to do whatever you need most of the tools that we use they are there so yeah so if you want you know if you ever watch one of our videos and you see us using a tool we have links to it there mm-hmm. most of the time it still needs to be updated but yes I'm, I'm getting on that man i'm getting on that all right all right so huh, that was fun you good it was yes you good yes. all right well i think that's gonna wrap it up for tonight guys that's putting us right in at 45 minutes yep Thanks for listening, as always. Yes. You guys have a great night, and we will see you later next time. Bye.